Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the passage IOAMA, hosted by Lil Gaines with Cosmos Spaces. Let's take a listen. Hey, Lex, look at the audience below. I see um, a few people rocking the PFPs, Strange Clan PFPs. Yeah, so we've got, um, yeah, there's definitely, we've got some uh, solid. Uh, 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 Passage or Strange Clan community members in here for sure. Um, <clears throat> I don't think any of the teams in here right now, though. Cool, cool. Yeah, I see Yopster or Sir Rack has one. Yeah, we see Poro Burrow. Yeah, I can't even pronounce the other guys' names. Stet Stetwit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's Stefan from the Discord. Su- couple super solid admins in here. I see Stefan. I see Adam. Yep, yep. Amari so right now, the guys, Discord. right NB. now, guys, help us out and retweet this space so that we can get as much people in here. Because yep. Lex is going to share a video with you guys that nobody has seen before, and I know you guys are going to enjoy this video. The sneak peek. The sneak peek. Hey, Mayor, what's up? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yo, cool. loud and clear. Hey, Lex. Hey, this. I'm looking forward to this. I've been, uh, I've been checking out a little bit on your guys's Twitter page and um, trying to, you know, learn learn a little bit more. And I know um, you guys just have been kind of building away, like you know, during the slow market. So I'm excited oh, to yeah. hear what's. I'm excited to hear what's new. What's up? Well, I'm stoked to talk about it for sure. I mean, some of the biggest things that we'll get into are um, we got some big events coming up. Um, we have a new CEO who's got an insane background, has just been creating some wild connections uh, for us. And um, yeah, it's been good. I'm uploading this tweet now. So I'll uh, pin that in just a minute, guys. Cool. Yeah, we'll get yeah, some time. Was he, in, was, was he involved with Engine or um, Polkadot? I can't remember which which chain he came from. Oh, so those are not mutually exclusive. Uh, Engine is a chain on okay. Polkadot. Uh, so you're both right. That's that's what I, yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I used to, um, I used to follow the Polkadot ecosystem a little bit closer. Nice, and then, nice. you know, I, I, I don't follow it as much now as I used to, but then you but I knew, in Cosmos. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> kind of, you know, you only have so much time in the week, you know? Mm, yep. hundred percent. Hey, Mayor, thanks for jumping up here as a co-host. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can go to about uh, 6.45-ish, and then, I, then I've got another another something going on. I wasn't sure how long you guys were planning on running. Probably like around, probably around like four hours, right, Lex? Is that, is that what you agreed to? Yeah, oh, four roughly hours. four or five hours. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I, 
around hour two, we'll be doing uh, story time. Um, uh -huh. The second hour will be uh, uh, Lex chewing. Um, so it's dinner time with Lex, which is always a nice ASMR experience. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then story time. We're reading through Little House in the Prairie with my kids. You're all welcome to join along. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. Just to see <laughs> what it's like to be uh, Daddy Lectus, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There you go, guys. Uh, I just pinned this, and uh, I'm going to add some more. Yeah, we just hit uh, – I saw you pinned our uh, TikTok accomplishment. Abby's been doing an insane job, yeah, when it comes to the um, short-form content. Um, <clears throat> it's not just TikTok videos, um, but just like short-form stuff, right? Like quick updates that are meaningful um, and giving people kind of like the inside scoop on the project. Um, so, Congratulations, bro. Um, I do see that TikTok gets a lot of traffic. And how is it? Is it as good as they say it is for... Um, especially for people that are into like the metaverse and VR and gaming? Um, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it's tough because metaverse, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. We're still figuring it out. I'll say this. I was pessimistic when we joined. Uh, when we first started, I was like, why? Why are we doing TikTok? And then we got a ton of traction. And now it's really interesting because we're getting a ton of, well, I say that. We have, we have gotten a ton of hate on the NFT element of the, um, strange plan game development and ecosystem but um at the same time like the audience is still growing like fairly quickly like we we're at forty five thousand just a few days ago um and now we're at 50 so like you know i don't know people you know talk big about like oh i hate nfts no one's gonna buy this and it's like yeah but if it's awesome they will so that's kind of my, my viewpoint oh my gosh i'm looking at the video that you pin here to the top <laughs> guys if you want to right now while we're just chatting a little bit um, just take a quick peek at it. It looks super fun, man. Oh, this wow. is, I'm going about to, um, I got to drop the, uh, there's a concept piece for that tree in the middle. Uh -huh. um, so that tree uh, is just a placeholder um, for oh my hero tree. Mayor, are you gotta... looking at this? Here, watch it. Watch it, Mayor. Watch the video. Wow. So we're going to be able to, you know, spend time in this little world, um, participate in governance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I just added and shoot people with a, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, dude, I mean, that's going to be an important part of, uh, governance, right? Uh, <laughs> I just added the concept art for the, um, tree at the center of the space. So this is what it's actually going to look like. That tree that's in there now is just a hundred percent placeholder. Um, and I should say, um, hmm. This is all still super early. Um, like we started working on this space like maybe two weeks ago ish. Uh, I don't know when we dropped that. Um, those uh, images in the um, chat. We've actually gotten further than this. Um, there's more updates coming very soon. So wow, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, for, for those I, that are wondering, like, who the hell is this guy? up here and what is he talking about um I yeah think right now would be a, a good perfect question. time to like you know give an introduction yeah absolutely so my name is lex uh i am the um uh, founder of passage right now i'm fulfilling the role of kind of like chief creative chief marketing officer kind of like the the realms that i straddle right now um and um <clears throat> we start i started this team 
uh, about over five years ago in 2017, I started working in, you know, virtual, I've been working in virtual production, um, you know, everything from graphic design and video to um, 3D for the last 10 years. I really got into 3D over the last five or six years um, and um, <clears throat> started my studio around a lot of like very technical um, art, so 3D rendering animation. We did work for everyone from Capitol Records to Warner Brothers, Red Bull, Dallas Cowboys, Marvel, Disney. Um, we helped to design and implement events for like the Lego Movie 2, It 2, um, Captain Marvel. Um, we did a bunch of cool stuff uh, in just kind of like the consumer entertainment space. And we solved all sorts of weird problems. Like we did really niche technical stuff like um, green screen experiences where fans would attend an event and get dropped into a scene from the movie. Uh, we built out really like, like a fun house uh, for the it Two uh, uh, experience. There's all sorts of stuff that we've done that has been um, it's, it's kind of straddled the line between virtual and physical, right? Because we did a lot of virtual production um, but it all had to get implemented in the real world, which led to Passage, which is meant to be kind of this platform that allows you to, for one, um, have more meaningful human connection in the virtual space, right? So bringing your human real world value into the virtual space with better virtual experiences, but then also getting more value out of the virtual space by making sure that you're... Um, the relationships you build, the identity that you're creating, um, your reputation, that all those things are tracked to you in all of your virtual experiences and that you always have access to leverage those physically. So we're building a really interesting infrastructure for um, <clears throat> being able to participate globally in a really wild virtual ecosystem, right? Kind of like a social network. Um, but then to be able to uh, own that value, right? That's the most important thing. Obviously, everybody in Web3 gets that. That's all about owning your value. Um, but we don't have that in some of the most like typical platforms that we use every day, right? Like social platforms, like content creator platforms. And that's kind of the gap that Passage is trying to fill. Yeah, imagine, imagine um, like Passage being one of the first places people go on crypto to hang out to talk, to have like uh, meetings like these, but with a more, you know, more personal like feeling to it, right? Like more realistic feeling to it. That's what I'm looking forward to, Lex. I'm looking forward to actually like hosting maybe some sort of like spaces thing type on passage. Yeah, oh, up. absolutely. Well, and a hundred percent. I mean, that's, that's what we want to do with this, you know, Cosmos community space, right? Like that's the biggest thing about this that's important to us. Uh, is being able to connect people, right? To make things like uh, governance more uh, interesting and more um, uh, uh, personal, right? That like you can yeah. hear somebody talk on stage about like, what does this proposal mean, right? And go vote on it right there and then, you know? And do so in a way that feels meaningful, that feels like really like you're a part of a physical community. Um, and and so that's, that's an important part of this space. But then also... Um, you know, the Cosmos community world, right? So we're building these individual experiences called worlds, right? Uh, and we're building tools so that other people can build these worlds. And we're partnering with people 
who have already built virtual experiences so they can connect, right? Because our goal is not like, this is your one experience. It's Decentraland or it's Sandbox, right? Where it's one experience and you've got to cram your brand into this. What we're doing instead is just creating the tools that connect all of these different experiences. Now, if you're not a builder, right, you should be able to just kind of like follow the template or a format, right, with our drag and drop builders, right? So it'll be really simple for people who aren't looking to build something uh, from the technical route. But for people who already have, you know, some virtual ecosystem, you know, we're, we're, we, we have a lot of really cool partners lined up uh, for these first 10 uh, passage worlds. And we're, we're in the process of um, <clears throat> lining up the next 100, essentially. And the, um, the goal for that is basically that um, we'd be able to show like how this works across these different ecosystems and how it overlaps um, and, and how your value goes from one ecosystem to the next, right? That it's not just like one location. It's not just like one style, but it's being able to have relationships and value that transfer across these different experiences. When you say uh, you guys are building tools to let other, you know, uh, people build worlds, what, what, do, what do you actually mean by that? What kind of tools are uh, available? Yeah, so I mean, that's what we're building right now. Um, at the outset, a lot of things are very, very custom and it's very, very labor intensive. It's a labor of love, but there's a lot to do. Um, <clears throat> and um, so, the, those tools are not ready right now, um, but we are slowly building these pieces where essentially, uh, you know, we'll have the passage marketplace, right? Where there's a lot of different 3D assets that exist. Um, that's where all the assets, for instance, for the Strange Clan world will go. Um, the characters already exist on the marketplace, but as the game grows and develops, um, all the different pieces of the game are going to exist on the marketplace, right? So you'll be able to take, you know, the items from the marketplace or the um, buildings or the, the terrain from the marketplace and use that to build uh, a new experience, right? And you can see how, like, as more and more um, artists or teams contribute to this library of, of decentralized 3D assets, it gives you more and more elements to build 3D spaces, right? But that's just one element of it. The 3D experience is really cool visually, right? If you see some of these worlds that we're building and how different they can look and how realistic or stylized they can look, it's really fun. There's a big range of creative expression. But at the same time, the biggest thing about this, that's kind of like the first thing you see when you look at Passage is like, oh, those are cool. So, you know, we're doing this hip hop uh, martial arts event in Blockhouse. Blockhouse is a really cool looking space that we built out from scratch. Um, but what's to me is the bigger part of passage is not just like building the 3d part of the world but the relationship infrastructure right so like when you connect with somebody if you go to this event uh called nostalgia and in blockhouse for one you're going to meet hip-hop artists like rizza from wu-tang clan uh and martial artists like team martial club that worked on shang chi and everything over all at once these are people who have worked with like jackie chan and like pretty much the coolest people in martial arts um, <clears throat> And um, and a bunch of other, actually, there's some artists that are uh, in the lineup that have not yet been announced as well. And uh, they are very, very exciting. But you'll meet these people, which will be cool. And you'll meet other people. And as you connect to people inside Passage, those relationships stay with you, right? Because they exist inside your wallet as a decentralized asset rather than, you know, a, a, an arbitrary 
um, <clears throat> entry in a centralized database, right? The idea is that when you leave Blockhouse and go to you know another experience, right? Um, you're you're talking with somebody in the Cosmos community space or what have you. Uh, your friends can get updates about you wherever you go, right? Because your relationship is not attached to one space or another, one uh, platform or another. It's attached to you. Uh, but then also, um, you can connect with those people in any of those places, right? So the idea is your relationships go with you. And we're flipping this paradigm of the, the platform owning the relationships on its head so that you can own the relationships and and now the platforms don't have this kind of like uh, death grip on the user base where they get to say, well, you can't go to this new platform because we don't want you to. Like we're going to control your we have all of your followers. We have all of your friends. We have all of your business connections. Right. Um, yeah, so that part of the infrastructure that like really has nothing to do with the 3D space, but exists in like the 2D environments as well. Right. Somebody could build like a video platform on Passage. And you could go watch the videos with your friends, right? And it doesn't need to have 3D elements, but you still have this overlap of being able to go to a new platform and bring all of your connections with you, so. Okay, so that's all awesome. But how does it work with it being on the blockchain? Like what is being tracked? Do you have to interact a lot with the wallet itself? Like confirm transactions over and over and over? I'm a, yeah, I'm just a little bit uh, confused here. Yeah, absolutely. So we're we're working on a video right now that's going to like actually walk you through all of this and like what it looks like. Um, introduce people to the uh, passage dashboard, like the UI. What is the user experience like? Um, <clears throat> but um, you know, basically our goal, you know, in building for this event uh, called Nostalgia, right, the hip hop martial arts event, which you can find at. Um, oh yeah, you just uh, pinned that one as well. Um, so yeah, so for one, looks really freaking cool. Uh, <clears throat> the space is really cool. The performers are absolutely wild. Um, we've kind of pulled out all the stops and pulling all of our connections uh, to kind of make this happen. But then, um, so uh, we this this is being targeted towards like super mainstream consumers, right? Marshall Club's audience or Riz's audience don't know anything about Web3, right? Like maybe a fraction of them do. Um, but we're going to have, you know, uh, upwards of 25,000 people uh, at this event and, you know, these people are not Web3 natives, right? So, so we're building pathways for people where, for one, uh, <clears throat> it makes engaging with the blockchain a lot simpler, right? Uh, everything from, you know, incorporating uh, uh, the on-ramps, um, the whole concept of um, custodial wallets, right? And being able to set up an interface where people don't have to engage with the blockchain if they don't know how, right? And they can figure that out later, right? Because ultimately... We want people to be able to get in quickly, engage, see the value, and then learn over time, right? The whole like educational debt shouldn't be front loaded in the experience, right? Like you should be able to say, hey, I'll learn about this later. Just let me try it, right? Exactly. And then people can learn over time, right? How do I store my own keys, right? Like how do I uh, um, self-host, you know, whatever. Um, and being able to manage their wallet independently. Yeah. Hey, quick. I, I think that's excellent um, strategy because it's kind of like, you know, people who weren't familiar with Zoom before, you know, 2020, it's like everyone had to learn how to do like a Zoom, you know, meeting or a Zoom, you know, uh, friends group or meetup. 
for, you know, that crazy period of time, but then people got it. And then people kind of, you know, I know, I know a lot of people that they'll still do, you know, meetings on zoom, you know, not, not business meetings, but you know, meetup type stuff. And so do you kind of feel like there's just so many, um, so many opportunities, like, I guess for like people who are people who are familiar like with, um, you know, with games like, uh, Minecraft and, and Microsoft, what's the Microsoft one? Roblox. Sure. Uh, yeah. Like, do you, you kind of see that people like getting, com- you want to get people comfortable just with the interface and then like introduce them to the blockchain next, you know? Yeah. And even less than that, like, cause we're not making experiences for gamers, right? Like we're, we're making experiences for just everybody. Um, Gaines, did I bring you into passage? Have you gotten a demo? Not yet, dude. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh, really let's for do it. it. Let's do it. I'll bring you in. <clears throat> uh, I brought a bunch of people in last week, so I can't remember. We did we did some demos for some pretty famous people, which was exciting. Uh, and everybody got in uh, quickly, right? Because ultimately, I would send them a link. They would click it. Uh, <clears throat> they confirm, like you know, they let Chrome have access to their audio and video because that's how you see each other in Passage. Yeah, just like um, Zoom, right? Just like a Zoom. exactly but with no downloads no apps it's all in the browser uh and then they're in so they click they allow enter and they're in uh and that's all it takes to get into a passage experience and most people picked it up super quickly some people i'm like you know hey you can switch it to just mouse controls or you can use your keyboard and mouse um you can just use touch controls on mobile and again passage is uh, uh accessible on any device because it's all streamed uh, into the browser, all the processing is being done uh, in the cloud, and so you know the, the goal here is the simplest possible experience, right? You can literally navigate around Passage with one finger uh, on your phone, just click and drag to look around, tap where you want to go. Um, it's a fully 3D environment. It's all running in Unreal Engine, so the graphics are beautiful, um, but there's no hardware requirement. So it's like kind of an ideal uh, uh, world. But the um, the unique thing about it is just kind of like the combination of things. Um, we've built some custom infrastructure because the way we're doing audio and video is totally unique. So like there's a lot of like little things we had to figure out on the way here. Um, and we did major events with Amazon, Capital Records, American Girl, Scooter Braun um, in Passage, kind of building our way to this version of the platform. We worked through like some, some uh, uh, web uh, applications before we went the streaming route and built out a custom pixel streaming solution. Um, so like, it's been a journey, uh, getting to where we are now. Um, but yeah, we've been building this the whole time for a mainstream audience, making sure this is something that is accessible, that it's something where, um, people are able to, to get in and figure it out later, right. Where they don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops in the educational process before they can decide if they like it or not. I love that. I love that idea of um, bringing in people, letting them enjoy the whole experience, right? And then just throwing them into like the whole crypto side of it, if they want to, right? If they want to. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's got to be one of those things where people can kind of opt in uh, throughout the process. Um, <clears throat> for example, like with um, with this event, right? The Hip Hop and Martial Arts Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, after it's over, uh, are people going to get some sort of like um, NFT, some sort of like, um, you know, co-op? Is that how you say co-op? Yeah. 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 So basically the um, uh, the ticket itself is an NFT 
but people, there's going to be an NFT and then a digital access pass, right? So some people who don't want to figure out the NFT thing don't have to, but if they get a ticket, you know, chances are they'll have an opportunity to learn about the NFT and be like, Hey, would you like to be able to sell your ticket after the fact, right? Would you like to be able to get access to uh, unlimited replays of the event in 3D, right? Because this whole thing's playing out in 3D, the whole performance, every part of it can be replayed exactly, um, you know, uh, 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 six months later, right? And people can rewatch the experience from a new angle. Like they can actually walk around and navigate. It's not just like a live stream, right? You can actually walk around the event again and even bring in uh, guests, right? A certain number of guests if you have a, wow. a ticket. Yeah, so it's it's insane, right? Like the idea that there will actually be a reason for people to buy these tickets after the fact because it's like, oh, well, I didn't get to see it live, but I would still like to see it, right? So I'm going to go grab a ticket on the aftermarket. Uh, <clears throat> that's crazy. Cool. That's 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 freaking insane. So it, it, let's just say, exactly. let's just say, yeah, let's just say I was like that set on going to the event, right? Uh, seeing everything happen live, but something happens, you know, life happens. But I can still go back and experience it as if I was there live. Like it's going to be mm-hmm. exactly the same, but I can even yeah, keep exactly. moving around. I, I can actually move around the entire event. Exactly. The whole thing is open oh. because again, all, all of this is, um, you know, captured in the virtual environment. So it can all be replayed one for one. It's going to be the exact same event, right? You won't get to ask questions, right? Um, there's going to be like a live Q&A with RZA uh, and some of these other really big name artists. Um, and for for VIPs, <clears throat> um, there will be a certain amount of access they have to actually hang out uh, with the artists. Um, so that part of things will still be exclusive to the live experience. But the whole performance, and there's a wild performance that we're creating with the um, Marshall Club team and with these uh, hip hop artists. And um, <clears throat> the whole performance will be entirely replayable one for one. Again, like with total, totally open, right? You can navigate the experience and um, live it just like if, as if you were there live. Oh man, what do you think about that, Mayor? <laughs> I think it's next level. You know, I think it's it some is. next level stuff. And um, just the applications are can be endless. And uh, I'm really looking forward to just learning more so uh yeah so you're thinking we're going to do some q a later later on after yes we get, yeah yes so, um so i do see people requesting to speak but don't worry we'll get you get to you guys mm-hmm. we'll uh bring you up to the stage um lex how much time do you have for this space today though for real? Oh, I can not, not seven. four hours not four yeah. hours <laughs> <laughs> all right i think right now would be a good time to um talk about some accomplishments and also maybe like you were you were mentioning the C, the new CEO. So how about we yeah. start with that, talking about that yeah, real quick? I love talking about Caleb. Caleb is first off just an incredible dude. Um, he is a um, <clears throat> he's just super. For one, we had insane synergy uh, ever since we first started talking. Um, and he uh, is the former COO of Engine. He actually left his position as uh, chief of operations at Engine to join Pathage. Uh, we started talking while he was there. Uh, initially, he came on to Passage as a strategic advisor. Um, the synergy was just so strong that we uh, decided that it would be really good for him to join our team. Um, and as we were thinking about it, for me, it made sense because I was the previous CEO um, to step down from that position because 
for one, the executive like work was like actually pulling me away from the product in a lot of ways. Um, cause there's so much to do at the executive level that doesn't directly touch the product. It's, it's about running a good business. Um, but not necessarily a, a business that's always specific to the product you're trying to create. Right. And so I was taken away from a lot of the creative, uh, functions of the team, uh, wasn't able to work as closely with our 3d team or our game development team. So as soon as Caleb, uh, came in, I realized like, this is the resource that we needed. Uh, because of his executive experience. Uh, he also has a background in uh, film production. Um, his first film uh, that he produced was with Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, production company. Um, he's worked with, he's been connecting us with some insane uh, talent in the entertainment space. People who are really interested in the opportunities, obviously for like a decentralized uh, uh, content creator platform. Um, and just some of the really things that were unique things we're doing with virtual. So his relationships are next level. Uh, he's, he's a good guy. Like he's just been, he fits so well because we have a very unique team. Um, we're very much, uh, we, we take care of each other, but we're all hustlers, right? Like we were able to care for each other and to be mindful of each other's needs uh, and be flexible because everybody works really hard, right? It's like, you don't have to be looking over people's shoulders, uh, especially with a remote team where like you can't look over somebody's shoulder you have to have a certain amount of um, just initiative. Um, and Caleb's the kind of dude who fits that mindset of like caring for the team, but also just being an insane hustler. And he's kind of picked up where we're in the process. Um, a high level where we're at with, with Passage right now, um, we, we finished our first token sale back in, I mean, we, we started the sale back in like January. Um, and we finished actually after the, um, the Terra crash, uh, we closed the sale and there was a ton of demand for that sale. And so we had a, a decent amount of like overflow, like a lot of people who are still looking to get involved. Um, and these are like, work- this is, sorry to interrupt. This is like a round, round one seed round. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is our first token sale for the passage token. The passage chain is now live and running. Um, and um, we had about 100 validators. We had like uh, the validators were telling me like Notional and Oni Validator were telling me that we we uh, had consensus in record time. Um, so props to our validator set and our blockchain team. Um, but the um, <clears throat> then then we ended up starting up a strategic sale that uh, Caleb's been leading and has just been doing a phenomenal job because for one, there was a lot of interest and our first sale was primarily uh, uh, like Cosmos ecosystem participants. So we had Akash leading that sale. Um, we had like validators who participated, other teams who participated, and very few like VCs or outside um, participants. So, um, you know, we were really happy with how that went. And there was a ton of demand, but there was a big amount of overflow from that. Um, and we really, especially with Caleb and the relationships that we had, we saw a unique opportunity to get some people involved, to kind of spread passage beyond the Cosmos ecosystem, right? To get people who could connect us in the, in the entertainment space. Um, soon, very, very soon, we'll be able to talk more about the, the people we've been talking to, both influencers, content creators, and huge brands. Um, some of these are past clients of ours. Some of these are people that Caleb has close connections with, uh, or people that we've met through kind of our entertainment work. Um, and so, 
it's been a really cool opportunity. The strategic sale has been a ton of fun because we've really been able to kind of stretch our wings a bit and um, connect a lot further outside the Cosmos ecosystem. Obviously, Caleb has big connections you know, in, in the blockchain space beyond Cosmos, um, but also you know, uh, some really wild connections in the entertainment space as well. Wow, wow, well, congrats to you guys. It'll give you more time to really focus on, on building different worlds, right? And, and building um, uh, different tools. So congratulations on that. It seems like he's a it's, he's going to be a, an amazing asset to Passage and the entire oh, team. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. Um. All right. So how about now we kind of talk about Strange Clan because I'm sure a lot of people are waiting to hear what's happening with Strange Clan, what's been going on since um you guys launched the marketplace. And that marketplace is on Juno, correct? Yep, it is currently on Juno. So next steps right now, kind of what we're looking at before the uh, the end of the year. We have some major upgrades coming to the marketplace. Uh, we've got an offers and auctions uh, update. Um, we have a big design overhaul that's in the works right now. Um, <clears throat> we've been promising some incremental updates for a while now. Um, and we just brought on some new, uh, like three or four new developers uh, on the Passage Core team. Um, so we've been able to kind of free up some time uh, from Mike, who's working on deploying those kind of incremental updates to the marketplace. And then we'll have the big update in November, which is going to be design overhaul. It's going to look beautiful. Uh, and it's going to be uh, some, some actual you know, smart contract updates as well. And we've got some of the smart contracts actually being audited right now. Um, so things are moving quickly on the market. I say th things are moving, always hustling on the marketplace. Um, quickly would be wildly subjective. It feels like a there's a lot, always a lot to do. Um, but um, there's definitely a sense in which we've still been getting our feet under us and getting like in the flow because there's so many things that we're working on. It's been, it's been a lot. There's a lot of like pieces that are up in the air right now between the different events that we're doing, uh, the marketplace. And for Strange Clan, the two big initiatives right now are the um, first uh, kind of like vertical slice or demo of chapter one. Chapter one is the full 3D experience. And then um, we'll have a demo uh, probably Q, early Q2 of next year. And around the same time, we're going to be launching uh, the prologue, which is the 2D Strange Clan experience, where you'll be able to farm, craft, and quest, uh, engage in the story, and um, you know, actually start to participate in, in gameplay, but in a, in a smaller, uh, more accessible format. So we've, we've shared some like uh, content from that in the... Um, in the Discord, uh, and our Genesis holders uh, get like alpha drops on updates for both the demo and the prologue every other Friday. So, what exactly does it mean to hold one of these um, Strange Clan NFTs? What what kind of perks do people get? What what access? Dude, it, right now, it means you are an exclusive holder of the most successful NFT collection in Cosmos, and this is no shade to anybody else. Um, like for real, I am like, uh, wildly, uh, uh, I mean, I, I've been actually eyeing the, uh, the marketplace to grab myself a raccoon. Um, and I am, uh, super big on everything Stargaze, uh, everything Omniflix had a great call with Ken, uh, the, um, head of growth at Omniflix. And obviously like, you know, I've had lots of great calls with Sisla and I, um, <clears throat> we love all the other NFT builders, the other projects. But just like in terms of like the amount of um, volume uh, that's occurred with Strange Clan, 
It's done over seven and a half million in overall volume, uh, over 2.6 or 2.7 in the mints and over 5 million in uh, aftermarket sales, like probably getting close to 6 million at this point in aftermarket sales, um, which is really, really exciting. I mean, it says just wild things about the Strange Clan uh, community. But then in terms of functionality, uh, owning one of those Genesis NFTs means you're going to get exclusive opportunities. And it's, it's exclusive opportunities in three ways. It's not gameplay advantages, but it means that you are um, more likely to get a chance to own part of the world, right? So you're going to get first access to, um, you know, the land in the Strange Clan experience, not to buy it, but to go and earn it in the game, right? Uh, once you own the Genesis NFT, you won't be paying for more stuff. Uh, you're going to get access to exclusive content, exclusive quests, exclusive items, and uh, the egg drop uh, is one of the events that's going to be coming up um, <clears throat> where um, uh, people will get access to exclusive companions or mounts uh, through that event. Um, yeah, the, the key is to give people a new level of ownership in the Strange Clan ecosystem, right? Not to give people mechanical advantages or advantages in gameplay, but to give them more content, to give them exclusive content and exclusive influence kind of on how the how the game develops and again uh, like the mechanics behind um actually all this like uh and how it interacts with the blockchain is every action going to be recorded on the blockchain it's um do you have to constantly like click on your wallet to confirm a transaction or does it do it when you're done playing uh, how does that exactly work yeah so we've actually worked that out for the prologue um, there's a lot of ways that we're kind of shortcutting that. We're bundling uh, transactions. We're bundling NFTs. Like there's a lot of ways that we've kind of worked out to um, make it more user friendly and to make it uh, similar to what you'd expect from a like a Web two experience. Um, and I just let me see if this stuck. I just pinned the um, this is the pin tweet on the Strange Clan channel. Um, but it's one of the first uh, uh, previews of the um, in-world gameplay for the 3D experience. And there's a lot more actually that you can see if you uh, were, were, moved, were updating a bunch of videos uh, in our pipeline for Twitter, but we have a ton of videos on TikTok of like the game development, concepts that are coming out, 3D models for the different characters and things like that. So if you wanna stay tuned to the latest, definitely subscribe across the different uh, platforms. Hey, I'll tell you what, Lex, the one thing I've admired about the Strange Clan and kind of what your team's been doing is, like, I remember when it when it launched last year, and I, I think it was early last year, or um, 21, or probably mid-21, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was still kind of new to NFTs, so... I didn't, I didn't get a strange clan, but I mean, I, there was some promotion and you guys, you know, did, did a lot of stuff on Twitter, but then after that, it was, it was kind of like, you guys just let, let the community kind of develop organically. Yeah. And I, I really kind of appreciate that because I feel like at towards the end of 21 and, and beginning of this year, like there was just like, after the market kind of tanked, there was a lot of push with a lot of NFT projects, but it just feels like you're you know, with the strange clan project, it was more like, we're just going to do our thing and let it grow. And that, mm. is that is that kind of the philosophy like you guys have had, or I know, I think there's like the town one and town two, but it's yeah. like, I haven't really seen like that much of like, you know, how do I want to put it? A lot of influencer type stuff, like a lot of cheesy stuff. 
Does, does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, totally. Like we don't do like invite competitions or things like that. Like we definitely have tried to keep it really organic. We've had several purges in the discord where we got rid of a bunch of like, you know, people who weren't active or things like that. Um, we've really tried to keep it, you know, uh, a wholesome community, right? Of people who are genuinely interested in, in what we're building and who are here to participate for the long haul. We've got some of the most insane hodlers. Um, I know people who have just ridiculous connections like or collections of NFTs. Um, and, and these are just community members who have, you know, joined us for the ride. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we definitely have tried to keep it organic and, and our main mode of communication and promotion is just trying to share what we're doing, right? Like, hey, look at this. This is what we're building today. This is what we're building this week. We, we have videos going out every single day now on TikTok. And um, I just uh, uh, lined up with the uh, social team to make sure that we're um, dropping those on Twitter as well. So you guys will so, see those coming through. So if people do want to get more involved with Strange Clan, is the Discord open? What's the best way? Is it Discord or... Because I know there's the Wawaverse too going on and I, that's kind yeah. of interesting too. So is Discord the best way to get plugged in? If you join the Strange Clan Discord in the Passage Discord, you won't miss out on anything. Um, we have uh, live updates three times a week called GM Tidings. Um, on Monday and Wednesday, it's in uh, on Twitter and on Friday, it's on uh, Discord. And Monday and Friday, it's about Strange Clan and on Wednesdays, it's about Passage, right? So we're, we're working on setting up a schedule for regular updates about like the other worlds that are building on passage because, you know, like I, I, um, I sent gains some like videos of the Chihuahua world and oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, I just kind of assumed, you know, people had probably seen it somewhere, but he was like, dude, what is this? Is this already built? Um, and so like, we're trying to create some more exposure for the things that we're creating because there's a lot going on right now. Um, and the whole Chihuahua world is, is really, really cool. I mean, the art is like straight up out of Borderlands uh, in terms of the cell shaded style. Um, and so there's a lot, a lot that we're building, but if you tune into the Passage Discord and the Strange Clan Discord uh, and follow us on Twitter, mo most of the important updates come through Twitter as well, so. We're trying to like streamline this stuff a little bit more, but it's a process because there's just so much that's being built. You got to look at the uh, Wawaverse, uh, Mayor. It looks so cool. Um, I pinned it here to the top, a little sneak peek. See if you guys can see it. But yeah, very, you guys are building some cool stuff, man. And I, yeah, and I love very cool. It, um, I love how that um, the the worlds look uh, not super realistic, but they have their own little like, like feel to it. Like for example, a Wawaverse. It's like mm -hmm. everything you would expect in a Wawaverse. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Do you guys see it? I pinned it here to the top. Maybe it, it yep, takes I see it, I see it. No, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that is the whole point of Passage is that people should be able to build in their own style, right? Uh, if you like the cartoon look or the Minecraft look, go for it. Like, But if you want something that might be more professional or immersive or realistic, then you can do that as well. So. That's that's our goal is that people have like a, a lot of options in terms of how they express themselves and build their their world. Lex, we got um, Austin here requesting to speak, so I'll bring him up. Sweet. Is that OK? Take care. Some let's questions. do it. All right. Let's take some questions. Austin, welcome. Hey, guys. Um, can you hear my audio? OK. Loud and clear. Oh, thank you. I this may be like just showing my ignorance here, but um, being new to 
Strange Clan and kind of the NFT world in general. I'm curious of, of like, there's multiple things that are really cool about it. There's the gameplay aspect and how fun that is. There's also financial potential for those that want to, you know, produce a profit from that. As you see, right. somebody coming to it new, like, let's say that I, uh, I want to help more people get involved. I want to invest more in the project. Like, from the end user perspective, what's the value proposition as you see it at its heart? And maybe it's a stupid question because I know, uh, again, I'm a little bit ignorant on this, but like, as you see it, like at, at its heart, what differentiates this project, you know, out of, out of other different, different projects? If that's even a good question. Sorry. Yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, in terms of the, um, this, the strange clan versus other games or other experiences that are launching, um, shoot, man, I, I love anybody who just puts something out, has functionality. I love uh, Raccoon Supply and the fact that they've created something that that works and it's you know people can get in and they can have fun. Uh, it's super casual, um, but I mean a big part of what's different about what we're building uh, is that we're putting in the legwork. Uh, for one, we've got a background in three um, D design and development. Um, we've built a lot of kind of really unique technology around these experiences. Um, and I think have a unique insight into this kind of like combination of storytelling in, in virtual worlds and the, the narrative element, as well as the, um, yeah, just the gameplay experience, making something that's, that's really unique, um, that's, you know, uh, narrative, but also cooperative, that's open, uh, but still feels very cohesive and like curated. Um, so the game itself is just going to be high quality uh, and there aren't really any fun crypto games to play right now, right? When it comes to like uh, uh, what we call a feature length experience, right? When you're, if you're going to look for a campaign or to play through, you know, um, some type of you know, long form video game content, there just really isn't that much out there right now. Uh, if anything, in terms of things that are fun to play and feel like something you'd get off of Steam, right? Um, most of the crypto games, if it weren't for the fact that they're crypto and you're you know, interested in the blockchain ecosystem, you'd just be like, eh, you know, whatever. Um, but because they're the only kids on the block right now, it's easy for people to be like, oh, but it's so cool for blockchain. It's not that cool if you were to stack it up against the rest of your Steam library. Um, so making something high quality is important. Um, but then also just like ownership. Uh, and we're trying to build an ecosystem where ownership is more meaningful, right? Because let's say you own, um, you know, Elio Trades is building this game called uh, Imposters, right? With these cute little alien guys. Great, you own that NFT, it lives on OpenSea and the game doesn't become successful. The game is not super fun to play or whatever. Like, what do you gain? So you own it, great, now what, right? Or let's say the game's mildly fun to play. All you can really do is sell it, right? What we're trying to do is create an ecosystem where um, the value that you have and that you own, uh, like the strange clan characters moves around other places. So you could actually attend, uh, the Blockhouse event as your strange clan character, right? If you have that NFT. So like having assets that move across different worlds and different experiences, we're, we're creating a format where that's possible, where people can either, uh, support, uh, passage, you know, interoperability, uh, without our help, right? Building a standard where they can just kind of follow these guidelines and they'll be passage uh, interoperable um, <clears throat> through the help of IBC, obviously, as well. Um, or 
um, they can just use passages tools to build a world that is you know interoperable by default. So, so that's one thing, and that, that's kind of a testament to the bigger passage ecosystem. For Strange Clan specifically, we've very much committed to this um, ownership mindset, right? Where again, we none of the land is going to be paid, right, or bought. You're going to earn it inside the experience, right? Um, same thing with like exclusive items. Uh, apart from the Genesis NFTs themselves, every item and resource is not going to be bought. We have one collection, one 10k collection. We divided it into two towns, right? But they're both. They both make up the Genesis 10K collection. That's it. Those are the only NFTs we're selling. We will never make another uh, Strange Clan collection for sale. Um, every other NFT you get will be earned in the experience by participating and by playing. Um, so that's a really big part of, I think, what makes this unique. Um, because I've seen so many games where it's like, buy your land, now buy your exclusive eggs, now buy your exclusive items and your character. Uh, and for us, it's like, no, like we want to benefit when you benefit, right? When people are trading, when people are engaging with the uh, ecosystem, we benefit when people are happy, when they're engaging through volume, not just because they're paying us, because then it still resembles too closely these centralized ecosystems where, um, you know, it's just money going directly to the developers. Yeah, that's that's important, Lex. And I guess, you know, if if people are familiar with like Sandbox and Decentraland, that's you guys aren't going for that. Like you, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's in, you know, I understand those, those models and like they, they're trying to, um, you know, they have to get revenue, but like selling yeah. property and sandbox, like I don't, it's, I think it's just the, the masses aren't there yet. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know, some, some people have been paying big money for some, some stuff in, in sandbox and stuff, but I don't think it's just, it's not, the population, the mass population is not ready for it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, yeah. Did we get to, did we get to all your questions? Thank you for answering that. Yeah, my brother, Yopster, he's in this space too. He got me into this, so I'm new to it. So that was super helpful. Thank you. Heck yeah, that's awesome. What's up, Yopster? What's going on? Hey, guys. Yeah, um, my question is a little harder. Lex, hey, hey Lex, what's going on? How are Yo. you? Yo! Doing good, brother. It's been a minute. I'm glad you guys are head down, working hard, and love all the stuff you guys are putting out. It's been awesome. Oh, I appreciate my, that. My question relates to uh, Dow Dow V2. Yes. Have you? Um, I'm assuming. I'm. I mean, can we tease some alpha out of you in regard to that? Um, do Do I need to go? Do we need are, to be are you more thinking specific of with my NFT question or DAOs? NFT uh, participation in DAOs. No, with the DowDow V2, I'm wondering if um, you have been in talks with them to essentially have the Passage Toolkit for World be uh, be actually integrated as a tool for a DAO, as if they selected all their little features of their DAO. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like opening up their own Passage World and having their meetings as like oh, a portal. Here you go part of it or can we tease some alpha there or no yeah that, that is exactly the kind of thing so what i was thinking about was specifically having uh nft stake uh in a dow uh i believe that's one of the things that either that, that i believe that came with v2 or that it was coming soon um <clears throat> that people could have um uh, 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 like voting power in a dow based off of nft ownership rather than um like like specifying wallet addresses or things like that um 
But the, um, the idea here is that um, what we want to do with this Cosmos community world uh, is uh, <clears throat> for one, we want to get other projects to participate. Um, so I was able to talk a little bit with the OmniFlix team earlier today. Uh, anybody, any teams or builders who are interested, let me know and um, or reach out to Lil Gaines even because um, we're, we've got a Telegram channel we're trying to coordinate uh, and <clears throat> get some teams kind of strategically aligned around what can be done uh, in this world. And um, we want uh, people to be able to, as people are contributing, we basically want to be able to distribute NFTs that represent your participation uh, in the uh, Cosmos community world so people could vote on things like new features to add, new spaces to develop. Um, <clears throat> and this is part of how we would like, you know, raise some funds to be able to build out more features is by, you know, uh, selling a portion of these uh, NFTs. So some would go to the builders working on it, um, people contributing content, people contributing educational materials, because we want to have like an education resource in here. Um, people who are contributing development time and things like that. Uh, helping to integrate things like DowDow or whatnot. Um, <clears throat> and uh, then another portion of the NFTs would go towards, would, would be sold, right? And so people could contribute uh, and be part of it simply by buying one of these NFTs. Um, and then those people could vote on, you know, NFTs that go into the gallery that are featured. Uh, <clears throat> they could vote on uh, new features or expansions to the uh, 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 because we, we want to build all sorts of stuff in here. It starts with, with governance and a lot of like community interaction, right? Being able to do like Twitter spaces inside of a Cosmos world rather than just on the Twitter platform, being able to kind of feel face-to-face -face with people. Um, and then um, <clears throat> but there's, a lot of, there's a lot more that we want to add in terms of like community interaction, like different uh, types of like incorporating even like game features into this where it can be kind of like a fun collaborative space for both educational and entertainment purposes. That's so cool. Hey, Yo, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that uh, I think part of that question was stemming from the fact that I jumped into a Twitter space uh, with uh, Jake Hartnell, and uh, we were talking about how Dada could be added to uh, Passage, and Passage could be added. To oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Yep. So exactly, and that, exactly. and that yeah, conversation yeah. just to maybe maybe this is a little bit of some of the so where Lex just went was kind of where I that that's exact that's exactly like the avenue that I think Dow Dow would immediately be added in in many ways. Uh but then on the other side, um uh that conversation has also very much continued with Jake and we're um we're talking about ways in which uh, we can just better utilize things that they're doing, both from the DowDow side, but then also from uh, just the interchain uh, NFT side, because that's been that's been an ongoing conversation. And I brought that up again with Jake, and brought that up again with um, oh, yeah. Shane. Because um, real soon, guys, it's coming. ICS seven twenty one, and yeah. uh, we really want Passage to play a big role in helping get that over the finish line. So well, very excited been, about that. Yeah, this is why I've been talking to guys like Sisla and the OmniFlix team, because we want to create interoperable NFTs, right? Like we live in an IBC world and yet, um, you know, there's no way for me to, you know, take a OmniFlix NFT and use it to customize a passage space right now, you know, or things like that, right? We want to be able to integrate these different ecosystems. Um, so 100%.
Hey, I've got to hop off, but Errol, if you want to carry on. Uh, <laughs> uh, brother, brother tag team. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, so I can, I can definitely do that. Uh, anybody who wants to say anything last, uh, Lex, uh, go ahead and grab him before he runs away. Yee. Any last questions, thoughts, hopes, dreams? Going once, going twice. Time frame on uh, the Wawaverse. Like, uh, when oh, goodness. Uh, I think we'll have, I'll say this, I think we'll have some major updates on Wawaverse uh, before the end of the year. Um, <clears throat> um, that's a good question. Actually, the person who could best answer that question is Ryan, and he's out this week. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You so, can get it uh, out to it. You can get it out to us later. But I, no, we'll I, talk. We'll talk. I, I'm, I'm excited about the partnership with uh, the Wawa chain, and oh, I same. think, I think it's, um, I think it's one of those crazy things that it's kind of like um, you just never know what's going to happen with it. You know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, it could 100%. be very revolutionary because I don't think we've seen meme coins like other than weird social influence like drive the price like we really haven't seen utility uh really dictate the price that much so uh it'll be really interesting to see how this world helps kind of like uh, steer that ship yeah absolutely yeah i know the the shiba inu had they just put out a game uh like i think it's a little mobile game i haven't checked it out yet but i was wanting to check it out and um (laughs) So anyways, you just never know what's going to take off. Like you just never yep. know. But anyways, Lex, if you got to run, appreciate your time, you know, definitely. Oh, it's Thank a blast, you, blast. Yeah. I'm super stoked to keep these conversations going again. If you've got people who are interested in participating, um, <clears throat> even if you just want to, um, you know, kind of have a stake in this Cosmos community world, uh, reach out to me or games uh, and um, we'll get you an invite to the Telegram channel so you can kind of stay tuned with what's coming. Thanks again, Lex. Appreciate it. Yee, um, it's my pleasure. Take it easy, bro. Errol, can Peace. you uh, introduce yourself to the audience really quick, if you don't mind, bro? Ah, uh, sweet. Yeah, so I am the older brother um, of Lex. Uh, that's why we happen to share the same last name. Um, and I'm also the COO of Passage, uh, basically just helping coordinate a lot of the uh, different efforts. So, um, yeah, I we uh, I was I've been a part of the founding team for like uh, since the beginning, um, all the way back to when we were doing like more service oriented type stuff. Um, and then uh, prior to all that, you know, I was a serial entrepreneur. And I range from like businesses in e-commerce uh, all the way over to filmmaking. So actually, uh, one of the first things that me and Caleb, when we brought him on, connected on was um, uh, the film background. Because uh, that was, yeah, it's just really, really wild that uh, we kind of both ended up in crypto and both uh, started from film. So That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. And um, what, what, uh, what kind of films? Are there some that we probably might know, or so all of the films I worked on were more like indie films and also uh, independent TV series. So there was this one TV series that I worked on for like a year and a half, and um, uh, basically uh, it, it like it aired. Like the annoying part about the independent film world, if I don't get the glorious, uh, you know, reputation like uh, Caleb, uh, the independent film world was actually like. It's pretty wild. You have people who are making a lot of money in independent films, 
um, but are super, super unknown. So there was this producer that I was working with that um, uh, basically uh, they they had started this production and um, then they made a bunch of really bad decisions that got it totally, uh, totally, totally, uh, uh, it basically was sold for a network that like got it really poor exposure. So you may have even like it, it was shown on several cable networks, but it was not one that was like like well known at all. So you wouldn't even recognize the name. But the funny thing is, is that you know all those movies that like as you like scroll past on Roku or whatever, like it ended up being one of those movies where you saw it float by and that's about it. So gotcha. Yeah, we have yep. some, we have some people in Cosmos that are in the film industry. I mean, you know Kevin, right? For uh, Omni Validator, Kevin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love Kevin. Yep. Uh, trying to also, uh, you know, I think I think Kevin is one of those people who also um, is another reason why I'm like really trying to focus on how do we um, uh, how do we create different opportunities for other builders. Um, you know, as we lead up to the launch of these. 10 worlds, um, especially thinking in terms of like the cosmos oriented world that we're developing is like very much in that vein where, you know, we want, we want to create network effects where people are not only contributing to, you know, uh, something for the greater cosmos, um, uh, area, but then also like, you know, they're getting firsthand experience and like, what does it mean to be in a passage world? Um, cause sometimes you just have to experience it to really understand like, you know, what, what the benefits are. Um, and also like how this can be very easily and directly applied, uh, to the communities that we're already building, like in Dow Dow. So, yeah, that was another reason that I like chase after Jake Hartnell so much to just talk about, you know, how do we make things happen with Dow Dow? Go ahead, Mayor. Yeah. Hey, one question here before I got a, I got another meeting I gotta get to, but is it Ariel? How do you it pronounce is, it? It is Errol. Errol. Okay, Errol. Hey, uh, Decentral Miami, uh, ended, uh, is it end of November? Or are you going to be there? End of November. Yeah, I'm going to be speaking, actually. Um, Great. Probably, probably going to be put on, like, I haven't, they haven't told me yet what panel I'll be on, but you can bet it's probably going to be Metaverse and NFTs. Yeah. So anyone who's in Florida, um, it's going to be in my miami uh november 28th um i am i'm kind of 50 50 on it i might be there i'm I'm not sure but i'm gonna try to make it awesome were you there last year no i heard it was i heard it was pretty good last year because of the, the market was doing really well oh yeah it was it was phenomenal and we'll see we'll see how it does this year um but i like Miami just in general is a fun place to be at. So any excuse that I get to go down there and connect with uh, all the other like um, Cosmos and crypto people that are down there, yeah. like I'm all for it. So it's, it's during the art Basel. It's like a big art festival. Is it the beginning of the, the it's like during that week, right? Or is it just in that right. area? No, no, it is during that week. So art Basel is literally like the, the, the way they typically time is they do the event right before art Basel. So that people can basically uh, go to Art Basel right after the event. Okay, cool. Um, I've I've only been to Miami like once, but it it looks like um, a, a good opportunity, and especially if you want to try to network in um, in crypto. It looks like a like a pretty good um, 
pretty good conference. So you were there last year. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a good um, I, actually. So I think my panel uh, in Austin was like way better than my panel in Miami. Um, but both uh, both events were done really 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 well. Um, I I definitely felt like uh, Miami Miami is significantly bigger than than Austin was. So yeah. if you were at Austin and you only saw like I don't know how many people they had there it was like probably twenty five hundred maybe three thousand. Um, they had like significantly more than that uh, at uh, in Miami. I think it was like two to three times the the amount. Very cool. Well, hey, thanks a lot, man, for for joining in. And uh, I'm I'm gonna have to step off here in just a minute, but um, I'm really excited for um, what you guys are doing. And I'm definitely just joined the Discord and gonna try to get get to spend some more time in there. Yeah, and we'll also be working on uh, trying to get more of this stuff um, not just locked up in the Discord. Um, I like. I think it was a big revelation to a lot of us that like certain people didn't know about some of the developments that we have uh, in the work. And so we're we're going to be like we recently brought on. Um, it was about three months ago, and this was kind of what led up to uh, some of the explosion in TikTok. But uh, we brought on a guy, his name is Valentin, and he is just freaking rock steady when it comes to like content production. And so he's been working very closely with Lex to basically just get as much content as we can pull together from us out to our community. Um, so that has led to the TikTok, um, it's led to us uh, kind of doing a rebrand uh, so that basically pass it. Like we had a bunch of different uh, Twitter handles where we we're posting various projects. Um, but that really wasn't a great, like, it seemed great because it was organizing things, but at the same time, like it was too disparate. So if you didn't follow all the projects, you really didn't know all the things that we were doing. Um, so now all of it is underneath the passage at this point. So thank you. Well, you're already stepped down. I, I pinned the, um, the Cosmos community world one more time because you guys got to check it out. This is the first time anybody has seen this on Twitter. And it's just straight up alpha. It looks it looks so cool. Imagine spending time with your favorite people here on Twitter or your friends, inviting them to just hang out and chat and also uh, shoot each other with some, what is it? What kind of gun is that, uh, Errol? Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> the funny thing is that that gun is uh, been a part of a bunch of our demos. Uh, it's basically, it's it's gone from being like uh, a blaster to a... Um, like a, a gun that shoots out like baseballs because there was this one uh, demo that we were putting together for um, a sports league. Um, there's all kinds of uh, avenues that, that that stupid gun has been using. So yeah, totally can play games like that in there. I think the biggest thing for me with that particular space is, man, like if we could have Cosmoverse, like, but, uh, you know, anytime we wanted, anytime there's like a big proposal, anytime... You know, we want to promote more education in the Cosmos community. Um, look, one of the things that Cosmos does the best out of every platform, and I just, you know, I had a, a meeting today with a VC um, who was deeply invested in the Polkadot. They were like, yeah, we thought Polkadot was it, but Cosmos was has already, you know, it's already way past what Polkadot uh, was able to do. Um, everything Polkadot was trying to do, Cosmos has already done. Um, and so that, yeah, they were getting real stoked about, you know, the fact that we're on Cosmos, the fact that, you know, we're working with uh, a bunch of chains in order to essentially streamline, uh, you know, all the goals that we have for, you know, uh, these world build outs, like 
it's streamlined by working with other app chains. Like that's the only way that you make this stuff happen. So anyway, all that to say that uh, that type of innovation only comes out of communities coming together. And so just imagine all the Cosmos community coming together you know, in this space, both learning and sharing learnings and, and bring our projects together. I mean, honestly, it's, it's going to be pretty uh, game changing, I think for the Cosmos community as a whole. Before, I'm going to just give you like an example of how we could use this and then we'll get to developer. Um, imagine like um, having a, a, uh, a video, you know, show up and you can walk your buddy into this like world to just uh, teach them how to use a Kepler wallet and just explain it as they see this like presentation live. And then you hop onto the next uh, room where they actually get to uh, see how you make like a IBC transaction. I don't know. You can get really creative with this world. Yeah. And so what's interesting is that you, you could do, you, you have a perfect combination of both live and like um, uh, video on demand. So like as people are watching things from within the space, uh, they can engage in the live stuff. But here's the thing. Um, so there's this concept called, um, I don't know if anybody's heard of it. Um, go ahead and like throw hands or whatever if you've heard of it. But it's the upside down classroom, and the only reason, the whole reason, like I know this stuff, is that um, I'm a I'm a weirdo. I like absorbing uh, information on all kinds of topics. Um, I like I used to read 52 books a year. I went I, I dropped down to like 20 or whatever. Um, I'm gonna be bumping that back up to 52 because I just am too ridiculously curious about things. Um, but basically, uh, this concept is is that right now our classrooms are all. You, you sit in the classroom, you absorb a lecture um, put on by the teacher. The teacher can only lecture to so many people at one time. Um, and then uh, they give you homework and you take that homework and you do it at, at home. Um, meanwhile, uh, when you're, so the, t the teacher's time is limited to uh, how many questions they can answer because they got, they got to get this lecture in. Um, so if you have questions about the homework, you have to go meet the teacher after class. Instead of doing all of that, why not just uh, record the lecture? So have the lecture record, have them do a video. Um, and then when uh, the teacher is explaining stuff there, like then middle of that, maybe you go ask, a, maybe you go ask a question, right? And your classroom time is actually spent more on uh, asking questions to the teacher. So you watch the video at home and then maybe you do the homework while you're in class when you actually have that time with the teacher and with the other students. So uh, kind of one of the things I see is the ability for upside down classroom to be a real thing um, for how we share knowledge together um, in the cosmos space. So for example, like, you know, so let's say someone hosts a lecture. Yeah, they can do a live session, but then after the live session, um, the whole thing is still recorded and they can be re-experiencing it. But here's the other cool thing is that you can go in as a community and re-experience it and ask questions of each other and then ask questions that go out to the teacher. So the teacher can answer the question. So whoever was gave the lecture originally, they can answer the question whenever they're, they're ready or uh, whenever they come back to the, the space or the room. But also the community who is participating in the room can answer each other's questions. So you have way more ways for the community to engage with the knowledge outside of, you know, what you have with like, um, you know, YouTube, you know, people can comment on each other, but I mean, no one feels very solid about how communication happens 
Um, no one, no one can actually like talk to each other and have face-to-face conversations, right? So uh, you basically just get a really annoying impersonal things, and nobody really wants to answer your question. So. Gosh, I remember my my uh, childhood, bro. School was so boring. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did not like school either. I was really good at it, though. Um, I had like a 4.0 GPA, but uh, I was really bored and I didn't really like being where I was. Uh, I didn't know why I was there. Um, and then uh, I think it got more fun for me when I stopped going to school and just started teaching myself because um, I actually had a reason for why I was learning things. Yeah, bro, for sure. Hey, developer, sorry we took so long. What's going on? No, it's 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 all good. It's all it's all alpha and all all valid information. Um, hope everybody's well. Um, uh, how how you pronounce your name? Uh, Arel. Errol. Yeah. Errol. Okay. Hey. Um. So I'm an undergrad student, IT student in Finland, and I've I've been put in charge to, um to advise and research um, metaverse options for our school. So our, our teachers are learning uh, meta- metaverse stuff uh, at the beginning of the next year. So so I'm working for the guidelines and yeah, research. And Basit seems like the perfect, like the perfect fit. And I was checking your like, yeah. uh, roadmap. I, I was checking your roadmap. Is it? Is it? Um, are you on time? Yeah, it, it depends on where you checked it. Um, one of the big issues we have right now posted the roadmap in a bunch of different places, um, and some of them we were able to update, and others not. Um, I think the one that's on the website is it's still up to date, but it's not. Um, it's not nearly as complete as it's about to be. So we did an updated roadmap internally and we've been working on uh, what the updated roadmap needs to look like externally. Because uh, there's things that, you know, there's things that we need to focus on internally that actually has zero impact on everybody else externally as far as what they're going to get excited about. Um, but basically, we're going to have active worlds, um, you know, within the first quarter of next year. Um, I mean, we already have worlds that are in production right now. Um, so would definitely be open to talking more about, um, you know, some of the classroom needs that you have, because it's funny, that's actually been, uh, it's actually been a huge thing that's come up, um, from the beginning is, you know, classroom. And we've sort of, uh, we sort of dovetailed it. Like, I think people, I think classes weren't really open to it as much, uh, when we were first discussing this, I think that they felt very comfortable with zoom and like some of the other features that they had um but now we're seeing it come up a lot more i think especially when we start talking about you know community spaces and stuff like that and some of the education opportunities in these community spaces like we're starting to get way more attention on that so i would love to talk to you more about that that would be awesome yeah no i'm uh actually just sending sending you a uh con- like sending you a message through your contact form on your site Sweet. Um, actually, just go. So go oh. ahead and DM me. I just followed you. So go ahead and DM me. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Errol, next time you guys have some sort of like meeting or a community update, could you guys just invite the community to to experience this? Uh, you know, this virtual reality world. Or oh yeah, is it too, oh is yeah, it too early definitely. For that? 
No, no, no. So uh, we, so the next big, I'll, I'll get with our development team uh, because we, so we did a community walkthrough, um, you know, several months ago, uh, man, it was like all the way back at the start of the year. Um, but a lot has been updated on the architecture. And so the biggest thing is, is so for example, one of the big things about our current architecture or our previous architecture was that we were using what was available for like, um, uh, for audio and video streaming. Um, and basically you probably have noticed this, uh, zoom, uh, Google meet, um, they only show uh, video, uh, you know, to so many people at any given time. So you never have more than 17 people present in a frame. Um, in mo- like in, in video calls on, um, uh, on uh, Zoom uh, and definitely not on Google Meet. Google Meet is even less. Um, and the reason for that is because most audio video architecture is actually like they just never saw a reason to add more than that because the screen space would make those screens, like it would make your video screen so tiny that why, why, why even worry about it? But when you have a 3D space, not a 2D space, when you have a 3D space, um, it becomes way more important to have, you know, significantly more than just, you know, 17 videos available at any given time. Um, you know, you might have, you might be looking in one direction and you can see like 20 video feeds uh, just in one direction, right? Um, they're just happen to be stacked over top of each other and stuff like that. So there was no fluid audio video system that uh, enabled people to be able to experience uh, audio video in 3D space. So we had to custom uh, build a lot of that. Um, and uh, that some, uh, some recent updates to, uh, to our audio video architecture are basically like when we get that, uh, when they, we finish that out and get that installed, um, which it feels like it's pretty soon actually, I have a one-on-one with our um, uh, CTO uh, coming up this week. Uh, so it feels like it's coming pretty soon, but I know it's this quarter. So uh, as soon as we have that, I, you know, I definitely want to get a bunch of people in there and, you know, uh, really hammer it. Dude, it would be so cool to like get a whole bunch of people in there in this Cosmos uh, community world and just like walk us through as you're speaking, like, oh, this is this and this is how you do this and just give people like that real experience of uh, passage. Yeah, a thousand percent. We should oh, yeah. we should talk together about that, uh, especially as we get a little bit closer. Awesome. All right. Hey, I'm about to pull up to my house and uh, have some dinner. Um, so, uh, any last questions before I need to peace out? I I don't have any no. more questions. Developer, you are you okay? No, yeah. no, I'm good. I think we we opened a communication line, so. No, not no questions now. Great job, Errol. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, great thanks, job. brother. Thanks, man. Errol, we got to do some more of these spaces, bro. Especially, you know, next time you guys have more time to just chill, and you know, life is busy. So next time you guys have a good amount of time, we should do it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I love being in these spaces. Um, I feel like the Cosmos community assembles here in these lives. Um, so definitely appreciate the work that you guys are doing and really excited for, um, you know, just continuing to talk about the updates and things that we have going on. A um, lot of big stuff coming. feels like just around the corner. Hell yeah, bro. Keep building. We'll talk soon. Uh, take it easy. Thank you so much for coming on the space. 
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Lil Gaines with Cosmos Spaces hosting an AMA with Passage I.O. Recorded on Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Terror spaces.